We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Obviously, uh, extremely disappointed about the outcome of the game. I think the young men uh, did play hard. Obviously, the score did not indicate that. But in that locker room, we got a bunch of guys that are hurting, along with a bunch of coaches and a bunch of other people that are members of the family. We've got to find something to hang our hat on. We've got to get into this break, and we've got to dig deep and find something out about ourselves and hopefully bring something to the surface that we can be proud of the next time we step on the football field. But as we go into this bye, we're constantly working to get better, and we're constantly looking for new members that want to contribute. But this is going into a bye after a loss like this is difficult. I'm not going to sit up here and try to paint it a different way. You know, it's, it's tough coming, it's tough going in at a halftime score like that and just wanted to make sure that they came out and, and played with the same energy and the same toughness. And I thought they did that, but uh, the score doesn't indicate that. And then there all, obviously there came a point in the game, excuse me, a point in the game where the game was over and you needed to get some guys out because you still have three more games to play. And their offense running the ball is really, really good. Those deep balls down the field obviously did not help because that, even though they were one-dimensional, it kind of made them two-dimensional by having deep touchdown passes. But we are what we are, and we win as a team, and we lose as a team. Final question for Coach. You know it's bad when no one asks the final question. You guys have a good one. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. What's up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please share it. The universal handle for the socials is at Q's Militia. Go there, join the militia. We are the first Syracuse Sports Podcast centered around giving you, the fans, a voice. Sorry, I came in late there. I'm all out of sorts. <laughs> I had all the mics off, so uh, my bad. So I'm back in Virginia Beach and uh, from the game. Nice little trip. Yesterday. Yeah, man. How it was, was the weather? It was fun. Weather was cold. No snow? No snow. Um, Phew. You know. You got lucky. Yeah. It was cold, though. But, I mean, it wasn't terrible. It could have been worse. Um this is obviously your BC post game. We'll talk. Mm. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> lots to chew on. Kind of. Um, uh, we will go over all of that stuff, obviously. But first, you know, I'm back from Syracuse, Joe. Before I yeah. left, before I left, Joe, what I made yeah. sure to do. You know what I made sure to do? Made sure to pack this. You know what this is, Joe? Do you see nope. this? Don't lie. Uh, 
<laughs> this is my toiletry bag. This is my Manscaped toiletry bag, Joe. Oh, oh. From Manscaped.com, okay? Make sure you got the right tools for your family jewels, all right? All right. Did you Look, use that in your mom's bathroom? Hair nice. body wash. No, I stayed at my cousin's house. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. I'm and sure he'd like to know he's that. He's got an in-law suite, you know? I, I got my own little private area. Got the, got the body wash. I mean, we haven't even talked about the main thing, Joe. The main thing in this whole this whole set is this trimmer. The trimmer. Oh, here we the, go. The actual trimmer. Look. It's very quiet. Look, it's rechargeable and it's waterproof, guys. You can't beat that. Fits right in your back pocket just in case you want to take your it on the go. Pocket, what do you need? <laughs> just in God. case you got to take it on the, you know, on the go with you, Joe. You never know what happens. What if your car breaks down? On, on the way to That's Heather's. Not the Let's first say thing the car breaks about. down on the way to Heather's. What are you going to do? Call. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay, look. Comes with a charger. Okay? You just need a USB block. That's all. That's all. Look. Look. The Manscaped Crop Call Preserver. AAA. Crop Preserver Anti Chafing Ball Deodorant. It's great stuff. Okay, just slather it on there. Look, this is the best, though. This is actually my favorite stuff. My favorite part is this cologne. This cologne is legit, Joe. It is super legit. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it says in here, and you guys will like this if I get it. Oh, a clean scent with a citrus blast and touches of jasmine anchored by, I don't know, the Teaver. Not interested. By d- what, dude? Hey, it's good, man. My wife cannot keep her hands on off of me. Why no, oh, yeah, I bet. Seriously, seriously. Mm-hmm. First time for everything. <laughs> 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 so, look. Here is here's here's the crop reviver. This is the this is the spritzel for your schnitzel right here. Okay, so you do you do the little oh, you do the little you do some of this to the giblets. See, we gotta you, we, you we gotta spray stop the giblets. You know, we gotta stop this because and like listen, now. Listen, listen. You're, you're in Heather's. Now you're in Heather's ear, and I feel like she's gonna get it as a gag gift now. <laughs> listen, listen, dude. Check this thing out. Look, I just wanted to that? show you this. Look at that thing, dude. I know you showed me. That, Why do I? I don't want. Look at that. I don't know what it does. It might just be for looks. With that. Looks very dangerous. Be very careful yeah. with that. So anyway, this is all the good stuff it comes with. You know, get a bunch of stuff. Here's the deal. All you gotta do. Is use the promo code. Man, I know armchair. I'm not helping, but that stuff looks terrifying. Well, look. Okay, so this is called the plow. Okay, the plow is a is is a is it like a stainless steel old timey razor, right, Joe? What what else would you call that? I would call that dangerous. <laughs> it's, it, it looks very dangerous. Now, my buddy Joe, <laughs> my buddy, my other buddy Joe. This is my buddy Joe here. My other buddy Joe is a barber, so you know he could tell us how to use this thing. I, I should research that because yeah, because you're Reach right. Reach out to him. It's scary. He'll know what's up with it. Get all that stuff. Get free shipping. Just use the promo code Armchair at checkout at Manscaped.com. Get the twenty percent off the free shipping at Manscaped.com. Just use the promo code Armchair. All right. So, thank you, Manscaped. <laughs> well, Joe, you know, uh, this game was picked. This game was this game was actually picked by Todd. This is this was his idea, you know. And and, and as time went on, I'm like, you know, this is the best shot uh, at an ACC win. But it turned into a 50 set, 58 to 27 massacre in favor of Boston College. The Orange fall to three and six, zero oh and five in the ACC. Still looking for that first ACC win, and um, you know. 
uh, if you shake the magic eight ball right now, Joe, uh, it might come up outlook not so good. Not so, yeah. not so good, right? No. Uh, despite yeah. back-to-back turnovers that turned into 10 points for the Orange, the Syracuse defense was shredded by Boston College's run game. Uh, Bailey had 172 yards and 16 carries, and A.J. Dillon's three touchdowns and 242 yards and 35 carries. The Orange defense gave up a record-high 496 yards rushing, and the 44 first-half points scored by the Golden Eagles, that well, that broke another record. We have a list of the records we'll go through if you want to, uh, or maybe mm. not. Uh, added to the mix, two big plas- pass plays, 64 yards in 50 yards by BC quarterback Dennis Grozel. He, has, um, he basically caught the orange... Determined to stop the run in, on some, yeah. they're, they're both play action. Uh, 600 and the 691 total yards racked up by Boston College was a school record for them. 484, 300 and 336 of those 484 were piled on before halftime, folks. Before halftime. And who hmm. knows, they might have set another record with the number of times they ran, ran the same rush play with 30. Yeah, probably did. 30 times they ran the same play. Uh, the three sacks uh, Boston College totaled seemed like a win for us compared to the last four games of nine sacks allowed, nine sacks allowed, eight sacks allowed, seven sacks allowed for our offense. Uh, but the Golden Eagles defense only managed eight sacks the entire year coming into this game. They almost yeah. they almost improved that by 50%. So uh, Tommy yeah. DeVito had a pretty good game on paper, Joe. 25 at 36 for 289 yards with three touchdowns. He extends his passes without an interception to 131. That's really good. However, he did kill one streak, and that was uh, Syracuse actually went 277 plays without a turnover before DeVito, like, literally straight just dropped the ball on the turn, <laughs> stretch it for a first down. So with all of mm. this said, Joe, and I'm going to shut up. I'm going to let you talk for a second. With all of this said, uh, Coach Babers today, he fired defensive coordinator Brian Ward. Uh, the writing was on the wall. It's been on the wall. The fans have been calling for it. They were calling for it at the game. Some fans don't shut up about it. Like, it was brutal. It was brutal. Uh, defensive end coach Steve Stenard, he'll serve as interim uh, defensive coordinator for the remainder of the season. First, Joe, obviously, breaking news. So, Yeah, well, yes, obviously, uh, based upon some of the games that have gotten out of hand, um, I, th- I think some games we've gone to the second half and been able to make some adjustments and stop them, but I think overall it's been the undis- just the undiscipline of the, of the defense and how just undisciplined they've been this year. Um, that's, that's really just the story of it. Uh, they're trying to make – too many plays and try to make up for what the offense can't do. And instead it's, it's turning into just bigger plays and bigger problems for our defense. And I think that's one of the biggest, biggest problems that our whole defense has had this year. Um, You know, you don't want to blame one, one part of the team one way or another, but uh, you know, like I said, you have to be disciplined in, you know, your job, every single play and, uh, they just haven't shown it throughout this whole year. So kind of see that going and you can see that coming. <clears throat> and uh, as far as the game goes, um, this was basically what I feared when we talked about Boston College. It was what I feared. And um, this is what happens when by the, at, this, at this point in the season, teams, they, they figure themselves out. They have identities. They figure out what works, what doesn't work. 
And like you saw Boston College, wasn't that complicated, but it worked. Right. And they well, they had yeah. that's a team that's a team with an identity. Now, granted, the numbers that Devito put up in our offense did look good, but you have to put into account the fact that Boston College's defense really isn't that great. Mm-hmm. But you're looking at an offense who's got two very good running backs and a solid offensive line, solid tight ends. They come in and they just run down your throat, and they know what they're good at. And at this point in the game, in this in this part of the season. That's where we should be. That's where a team should be. You should have an identity. You should know what you do good on both sides of the ball, and you should be able to implement that in a game plan and try to put a full game together. And, again, this is just another example of this, you know, another game, another example of us not having an identity on offense or defense and never really knowing what to expect. And it turns into that, what you saw on Saturday. I mean, you get, you know, all these games where we're just struggling to get the offense together. And, like, we get a halfway decent offensive performance. And the defense just gets absolutely shredded. And I'm, like, beside myself. You know, it was tight. It was tight. It was 17-20. We were up. And then it was, what was it, 24-20. And then from there, it was just, like, I mean, the two play-action plays. I mean, it was blown open in the matter of, like, just yep. a couple, but this game, this game, Sean, is the epitome of what one season can do. What 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 one season? What can change in one season? Because you remember last year we went up to Boston College, mm-hmm. and we had an identity. They had a little banged up offensive line and a newer offensive line they were trying to gel, um, younger anyway. Um, <clears throat> and they had a decent defense, but. Wasn't great, and they had an AJ Dillon who was a little banged up. That's uh, right. Their other I back up there, that. I don't think played yeah. that much, right? Yeah. And we came out and we dominated them at Boston College. It was at the end of the year. We knew what we were good at. We had an identity. Now there's a lot of people that they didn't think we lost a lot of people. You know, over the off season, they thought that we'd be able to maybe patchwork the linebackers, figure out the offensive line. Devito was good in the games he played, so we'll be good. And then there was all these expectations from the media. Well. What, what about Boston College? They just had one more year of growth, one more year of health. They figured out their identity. Oh, and by the way, their defense, they lost, what, 9 out of 11 starters? And they still look like yeah, they the entire kind secondary. of hold their own. So, I mean, granted, we, we did score on them, and we did move the ball a little bit. But when you look at it, look at the two drastic of what happened last year to what happened this year, and you look at what we lost and what they lost, would you think that – that would be the case. You see what I'm saying? Like, no, I totally get just it. Proof of yeah. like, you know, it's just about strengths and matchups, and, and with the team that we have, especially like again, without having an offensive identity and a defense that's trying, that's basically playing undisciplined to make big plays to try to make something happen. Um, there's not too many teams that don't have the recipe to beat us. Every game is going to be difficult for us. And Boston College with that ground and pound. Not having McKinnon Williams and Chris Slayton in the middle. Not having yeah. that offense that could score 40, 50 points. That's what you get. Yeah. I miss Justin. And like I said, undisciplined. Like that's what it is. That's why the coach gets that's why the coach got fired. You can't call play calling coaching and getting fired on defense. It's it's gotta be the fact of just the play of the kids. They were undisciplined. They're still not buying in or doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah, obviously obviously it can't be put at the feet of Brian Ward. All of it. Obviously, 
There's, no, I can't. No, and there's people who might tell you, or maybe they'll get close to telling you. I don't know if anyone will come out and say it. Well, it's all his fault. But it gets there. Like, it gets there. Because there's a lot of people at the game screaming at the the coaches. A buddy of mine texted me. He sits right behind the, the Syracuse bench. And he said, there's people down here yelling at coaches um, and the coach's wives apparently were were telling him to just leave. Like it was get it was ugly. It was very ugly. Yeah. It was very ugly. And yeah. it's well, like it's never a place where you want to be either, as far as no, like fans it's and coaches and all that stuff. It's embarrassing. Right. And you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. And again, uh this isn't what we want to turn into when we have expectations. If you have one good season and then expectations come up, if something like this happens, like we can't react like this is a fan base, like number one, <laughs> you know, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's difficult, you know, and a lot of people look I, forward to these kind of things. I get the frustration. Like it was frustrating. I mean, right. I, I get it, but it's not life or death. Like everyone's got to go to work in the morning. Like it's not that big a deal to bring it to that. Because again, no. yelling and screaming and all that kind of stuff. I mean, who does it help? Well, who does it, does, it help? It does. I mean, I read I read on Syracuse.com today that Dino Babers never had to fire somebody. Never had to fire somebody as a head coach. Really? Somebody's already some their coaches have either left on good terms, lateral or upgrade moves. Yeah, you know, there's some people that he moved to the next school with and didn't bring along, but right. that's not firing. So, literally, this coach was the first coach that he's had to fire as a head coach. So, I mean, think about that. But there's probably a lot of pressure on him to do so, not just for right. the fans, obviously. But, right, but that's but, yeah. what I mean is, like, that's is that what we want to push people that no. have to do? No, this isn't This isn't NASCAR where the fans seemingly make all the rules. Right, and I hope <laughs> you know? that, I mean, and, you know, and again, you never know what's going on behind closed doors as well. So... Um, that's true too. Maybe, maybe, you know, maybe he's not keeping up. Maybe he's not holding his recruiting obligations or maybe, you know, there's some personality things or, you know, relationship things. You never know what's going on behind closed doors. So, right. Totally. But either way, you know, this season has pushed Dino Babers to do something that he hasn't had to do. And again, I mean, that's opening to change. That's him admitting that he has to do something to try to switch something up. But, I just it'd be interesting flying a wall on that one because I don't think our defense is the one that's let us down this year. But no, n- no, they've had a couple games, but they haven't been consistent. That's kind of like the the big problem with them, right? They, well, again, they, I think at some point they were like, our offense isn't going to do, and we're going to have to do something. We're going to have to make we're going to have to make up the points. We're going to have to get fumbles or some people just thinking about. It. I mean, dude, honestly. John Beeson on the ACC Network said something about that. Like, I was watching the the lead-up, the pregame to the game, and John Beeson on um, the huddle was talking about how he wants to see uh, Kendall Coleman and Alton Robinson stop playing for sacks on first and second down and basically called them out, like, on the ACC Network, basically saying that looking at the tape, you got two defensive ends that are seniors – that are basically they're going for their stats and they're putting their teammates in crappy positions because they're trying to, I mean, most teams first, second down, most of the time, at least one out of the two is going to be a run anyway. So 
I mean, there was a right an analyst on the ACC network that came out and basically called called them out, called them out for basically selfish play. And that's stuff that we've talked about with Dino Babers talking about the things. And again, I mean, I don't want to go as far as saying Dino losing the team, but there were some expectations, some things haven't gone right. And I think that, you know, with losing, these kind of things happen, especially after success. And you get some older players that only worry about going to the pros, like Ryan Alexander or maybe some of the senior defensive ends and stuff like that. And then this is what you get. You get just selfish or undisciplined play and, when you you're not going to beat a team that is selfish and undisciplined playing like that ever. So that's an unfortunate situation where we've gone from last year winning the uh, the bowl game to now. But uh, you know you want to be optimistic. You want to still be able to look at the good things and look at the Tristan Jackson performance and that Tommy DeVito did have good you know numbers on paper but and there were some plays he, some he, positive things with our defense and stuff like that so he's looked good on paper a number of times this year but he does this he does this where where he was in a situation a couple times yesterday once where he the we all saw the fumble which was just bad it just lost yeah. the grip. he just it lost the grip it happens okay i mean Derek Carr, I would say, is an elite quarterback. He, he just did that. He yeah. just did it last week. <laughs> so, um, anyway, it happens. Okay, you're just trying. He's trying to make a play. I don't even fault him for that, even though he just dropped it on the turf. I don't. I, but I don't fault him for that. I do, however, when when you're outside the pocket and you're being chased and you just run out of bounds two yards um, shy of the line mm-hmm. of scrimmage, why not just throw the ball away? Yeah, I get it. And you know again, I mean? that just points well, it points to the growth of what this quarterback needs. Is obviously with the lack of protection and the fact that it's his first year starting, he's still trying to figure out maybe he doesn't know right where he th- is. What maybe. the right what the right thing to do at the right situation. Yeah. And that's basically what it is. It's the pocket presence, it's the knowing how much time you have. Can I look at the second or third receiver or do I gotta get out of the way and start running now? And as I'm scrambling, can I kind of slow down a little bit? buy myself some more time to throw the ball. That was one of the things that when I was watching it on TV, when he's scrambling, it looks like he's like running as fast as he can because he thinks someone's behind him. I mean, there's a couple times where he could have kind of, you know, just slowed it up a little bit, bought some time, scanned the field and thrown the ball instead of having to throw it away. Or like you said, run out of bounds one or two yards behind the line of scrimmage. So there's a lot of things that he's got to, the game still got to slow down for him and he's still got to feel comfortable yeah, I in just, what he's in what he's doing, and this offensive line hasn't really helped him, and it's just again, it's a it's a season of learning and, and experience, and I know that fans don't want to hear that, but it it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's, it's like when he's rushed, he's like a scared cat, and then when he does have time, I don't feel like he utilizes it right sometimes. Right, and that just comes down to that just comes down to experience and growth. And but and you and you hope that at some point it gets better. Our good buddy, I say it with our good buddy Tyler, and he yeah. he brought something to my attention that I wasn't paying. He just brought something to my attention that I looked at after he said something, and kind of lazy routes being run too. Yep. So, and you know, I wish that I hadn't been able to. That's the one thing that I don't like because I do, I have, and that just kind of goes with how deep you've gone as far as playing football and stuff like that. But that's why I love to watch the games in the dome, especially up in the, the 300s and stuff because you can see the whole field. It's beautiful. And those, are the type of, those are the type of things yeah. that you can see. Yeah. And 
I can't see that on TV, TV. on TV, and right. that's what I don't like. But I've always assumed it because it's like, where is the scramble drill? Like, Dude, I, I just they don't. That was one of my, they stop again. That was one of my favorite <laughs> things in high. I mean, in high school, in whatever. Like, well, that's street ball, right? That's how you played street ball. That's how you played. Oh when yeah, hundred percent. People start scrambling, and then it's it's yeah, it's scramble drill. You're running. If you're on the other side of the field, you're running back toward him. If you're on that side of his field, the field where he's scrambling, you're running up the field to make space and to maybe beat a guy deep. Like, you got to try to get open. Like, at least, you have to at try, least, I mean, at least like maybe throw a block or try to get in the way or. But something. that's some of the biggest stuff when it comes to like NFL and some of those high level offenses that you see even in college is the ad libbing. That's all ad libbing. Sure. Like, that's yeah, not yeah. That's, that's not a called play when you get a guy that steps up then runs to the right and then he ends up hitting a guy who was supposed to do an out on the other side and he ends up turning around and coming across the field like that's all ad libbing that's all knowing what the quarterback's going to do what the receiver's going to do get into the open spot and if they're not doing that then they're not helping their their quarterback either so um so do you want to go through this list real quick syracuse.com put together i think it was syracuse.com most positive that put together the list of record set, but most it, it'll only take a second. But it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy because it's all in one game. I know, I know. Uh, most rushing yards ever for an SU opponent: four hundred ninety-six. Fourth most total yards for an SU opponent: six hundred ninety-one. Most points for BC in fifty-three all-time head-to-head matchups with SU. So that fifty-eight was the most they've ever scored against us. Um, yeah. And then BC school records alone, most yards, uh, most total yards in school history, most rushing yards in conference play, and a national one, which was most rushing yards by any FBS team against another FBS team in 2019. Mm. It's tough, man. Out of you know, the iron. The irony of that whole story, too, is that you had with Syracuse.com a local kid from Phoenix, John Phillips. Yeah. Wanted to go to Syracuse his whole life. Uh, I don't know if he offered. I want to say that we did, but he ended up, I mean, Boston College gave him gave him better love. He ended up picking Boston College over Syracuse, and he was part of that line really? on Saturday. He was a starter on that line, a redshirt senior. Uh, and it's like you see that, and you see how bad our offensive line is, and it's like, hmm. It's, that would have been nice to have that little. I think he was a right tackle, but that stings, uh, dude. That stings. Yeah, stuff like that. It's just ugh. so. Again, again, a lot of times it's growth, and in, in college football, it happens. Unless you're one of the top five, ten teams, uh, you don't get that every year type thing. And every year, you're going to go through. You're going to lose certain guys, and you're never going to know which ones are more important than others, whether it's based upon talent or leadership. Um, but yeah. Well, we're gonna obviously get, we're we gonna, got a rude awakening with that this year. We we um, yeah, obviously we're we're gonna get into fan feedback now, Joe. Right? You good? I mean, yeah, we're good. Uh, I, we could go on and on, but fan feedback. There's a lot of stuff that I want to talk yep. about that's actually in there that I don't want to bring up before we talk about it. So, mm-hmm. um, all right, that does it. We got stomped fifty-eight to twenty-seven by Boston College. I don't know what else to say. I feel like. 
the, the, the don't the, listen the, to my bookie picks the, <laughs> to my my bookie picks well i think we've all learned that this year after after <laughs> last year you did really good but the team did really good you always go with the yep. team so that's that right right makes right. sense exactly it's time to hear from you the loud mouths from the loud house all right, y'all know what to do. I propose a question at the end of every game for your thoughts. You go to social media, uh, Facebook and Twitter, and uh, you'll see thoughts on the game. Lay it out there, and uh, we'll uh, we, I try to we try to do as many as we can. Kind of, t- if we get to ten nowadays, Joe, it feels like that's a win. We don't usually, right. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we don't usually uh, get to ten. We've been we've been cutting them short because there's so much conversation, but. Um, before we get into all of that, we've got to talk about the good folks over at MyBookie. Now, if you don't know already, MyBookie sponsors Armchair Media. We are part of Armchair Media, so we appreciate them. I want to thank them first, and second, I want to tell you about them. Uh, MyBookie is a premier place to bet on all your favorite pro and college uh, football uh you could bet. I mean, look. Let's be honest. You can bet on baseball. You can bet on NBA. You can bet on whatever reality shows. They've got a prop for everything. So um, if you're going to go bet this season, go with my bookie. And if you like, a, if you want to bet a little and win a lot, try the parlay. If you like a handful of games, uh, NFL games for the week, you can pick pick a pick a handful of those games. If you hit on all of them, you can you can win big. And, you know, if you're tired of watching games from the couch and you got nothing going on, go to MyBookie. They want you to get in on the action. And what they're going to do for you is right now, MyBookie will double your first deposit, give you 100%, match you dollar for dollar up to 1000 bucks. And all you got to do is use the promo code CHAIR to activate that offer. Remember, Manscaped is armchair. Okay? MyBookie is chair. So to activate that offer, <laughs> use promo code CHAIR. And mybookie.ag will match you dollar for dollar up to a thousand bucks. If you don't know what online betting is all about, go check it out. If you do know what it's about, then why? what are you doing? If you like to bet online, hit up mybookie. We'll take care of you. They take care of us. Thank you, mybookie. All right. So here's the deal, Joe. Um, all right. Let's see. Oh, well, let's do this first. So. We got, let's do, let's give some stuff away. Why not? Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey. So, look, here here we are. Here we are. Did you bring some stuff to Syracuse? I did. You know what I, you know what happened? I I brought a bunch of stuff. You know know what happened? I forgot it. You forgot it. I forgot it at my cousin's house. And I'm like, I knew it. Dude, I, know. I was in such a rush. My wife was making me so late. Oh, my gosh. It was agonizing. <clears throat> so, anyways, I had to leave Central Square, get my kids, my two youngest kids, to Kirkville, drop them off, and then uh, pick up my brother-in-law there and then go to the game. And it was just a, I just forgot. I, I didn't even think about it until I got there. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I forgot everything. So, I didn't get to give stuff away. So, here I am. I want to give stuff away. All you have to do is go to iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and embellish a little bit, if you would, in the comment section there. Leave a review. Tell us how much you love us. If you do, if you don't, maybe keep it to yourself. Now, I'm not asking you to lie, so if you like the show, let us know. If you don't, I mean, you can also let us know, but, you know, I don't know if it's the right place for it. If you want to email me, you can. (laughs) 
<laughs> so anyway, do whatever you want, folks. Yeah, well, obviously, but I would. Well, yeah. Uh, okay, whatever. Um, Stop. Let's see. Jo- Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. You know who you are. I'm gonna leave it at that. Best in the business. Five star review. Absolutely love listening to post game off season and all the other podcasts from Q's Militia. These guys pump out pod after pod and keep it real always. So, yeah. I mean, look. I was just at the game yesterday. I got home at 1.30. You know what I did when I got home? You know what I Put did? Put the bed. I went, no. I went, and cut, <laughs> I went and cut the coach montage. That's what I did as soon as I got home, man. I was ready to do the show. I don't play. Mm. We, don't, we don't play, Joe. We don't play. And it's not like we're out here, you know, making money hand over fist or anything like that. We love doing the show. It's most of the time it's mediocre, but every once in a while we yeah. surprise everybody, yeah. right? I ain't gonna lie to you. I was taking advantage of my hour fallback sleep. Oh, that does not surprise me at all. Well, if I had to bet, uh, there should be a my bookie prop for that. <laughs> What's the over oh, under on minutes? Uh, stop so it. anyway, <laughs> I it's bet like you my favorite used, holiday. Yeah, I bet you. <laughs> I say, by the way, let's do away <laughs> with this daylight daylight saving stuff. Let's 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 spring ahead one more time and be done with it. Stop touching it. Stop messing with it. Be done with it. It's stupid. This is so so stupid. And Joe, I bet you, you, I bet you, you slept for more than an hour too. So you took more than you were supposed to have. I'm just, I'm just saying. So anyway, let's start with. It's my holiday. I can do what I want. Let's start with Facebook. Let's start with Brandon. Okay. He says, remember when I said at least we don't have to worry about other teams offering Dino? I guess he's talking about the beginning of this year. I don't remember, but I'll take your word for it. I now wonder if we can have him for maybe another season after this. In other words, he's going to get let go. I I don't think so. Extend his contract. I think probably the, you know, maybe John Wildhack probably maybe knew what was going on. I'm sure Dino keeps him up to date on things. So, uh, yeah, I don't think we got to worry about that. But no, uh, right, Joe. I mean, what do you think? I mean, my whole thing is that can we just can we please just stop? Can we just give a coach like a legit amount of time to just yeah? And what's legit? Like probably six to eight years. I mean, when you really think about it. Yeah. Yes. Right. One hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Because when when a coach comes in, there's a lot of people that end up transferring. They have a little bit of attrition and stuff like that. The first recruiting class is never ever your best one it's probably lower than average right so right. there's that little that little so that's year two there. that's year two yeah so when you so when you get to the point where it's like the end of the last guys guys and then that couple years in between your guys and your recruits getting to junior seniors like you get the upper class and that gotta leave first then right from the you're gonna coach. have that little stint like i don't think people really understand how lucky we were to like last year in our our games and our record and the the way that the season went, like it was, there was a lot of luck involved in, and a lot of just, like I said, we were very disciplined. The, all the little things, they went well, everything happened. Dungy right. probably the best quarterback to be in that situation right. at that time. Abs- too. Absolutely. Right. You're talking about a, a senior quarterback who's gone through the, the gauntlet of injuries and wins and, Plays that just great plays. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be. I mean, I don't know. He's definitely going to be up there. I, I know mean, that Nassib yeah. has a lot more like higher numbers than him, but <clears throat> I think that he's more 
forgettable than <laughs> Dungey for sure. So yeah, absolutely, I would agree with that. I mean, Dungey made memories. Dungey, Dungey created. Right. I mean, he was a gift machine. Or GIF, mm-hmm. GIF, GIF, whatever right. it's called. Whatever you get. Yeah. Whatever and that's what I mean. Like, even, like, I was one of those guys that was mad when, I'm not mad, but I was like, you know, you didn't give Schaefer enough time. Now, there's a lot of people that thought that he just wasn't a great coach, wasn't making the right decisions. Well, and that's a good on, point. One, on one level, like, I'm right there, but like, Dino has proven that he can make the right decision. It's just, I think that they were making a lot of, trying to force a lot of, like I told, like I said before in, in other podcasts, um, square pegs into round holes. And, um, I think they're figuring out what <laughs> they need to do to maybe make some changes and we'll see from there. But to call him, to call for his head right now, like, no. Yeah, absolutely not. That's just, that's absurd. Well, he didn't, wasn't calling for his head, but he said he wouldn't be surprised if he was gone. John no, Wild had. We do. We wait, just wait, got. We well, just got what? Terry Kinsler. Yeah. Well, yeah. He yeah, just verbally he, committed. He just verbally committed the other day. Uh, after the game. Sports has him as a. What's that? After the game. After the game. After he knew he already. Well, before he even committed, you know, the team reached out and said, "Hey, we're letting Brian this person Ward go." Right. Yeah. So he knew, and he still committed. Uh, obviously, it's still a verbal. Defensive but end. He right? was a he was a priority commit. Defensive end. Two four seven sports have him ranked as. Uh, four star and or sorry, what was it three star, high three star, sixteenth uh, ranked um, weak side defensive end, and rivals has him ranked as a four star. Uh, so, I mean, and he knew about Brian Ward being fired, and I think he was at the game. I think he was at the game. Oh, I I don't know that information, but either way, we got the the commit, and he had a pretty impressive top six. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm pretty sure his top six had like South Carolina, Penn State. I think Oregon was in there, Virginia. So, yeah. Um, Joe on Facebook says, by the way, if our offensive line and coaches want to see how to play, watch the BC line on film. Mm. They were continuing the play and not just standing around. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's a stinger, Joe. Yeah. Jeez. It was rough. It was rough to watch at some points. I know, but why? I don't freaking get it, man. I don't get it. I don't. Boston College knew what they were doing. Uh, John says, uh, this team flat out quit. And, Joe, we've talked. Okay, look, there was a couple of these, and they might, I might even have one in here. Um, but another one, I mean. But. We talked of we've talked a lot this year about like specifically with Dungey and just kind of or not Dungey Devito and specifically with Devito but the team as well about how we've watched them fight and not quit and give up. But I gotta be honest, man, when they were beat yesterday, they showed it. Their body language was there. Like some of it looked did not look great in my opinion. I mean, well, I mean, just on TV, they looked exhausted and it just showed that we just didn't really have the depth, especially in the middle interior wise to handle that. Um, they were just Boston College looked like a well-oiled machine, bro. On, on TV, you just look at it. They're showing the replays and you're seeing the pull blocks and just I mean, they're just handling our guys. I mean, whether or not it was our guys just doing the wrong thing or whether they were just losing their one-on-one battles, but it was just one thing after another. And well, that's how they beat some, NC State. Did and at some point, like, you get tired, especially in the secondary of tackling 240, 250-pound running, running backs. backs. So, again, I think it was just you get to the end of the game like that and, you're, and your offense isn't scoring, then it's going to look like that. 
And there's a point in the third quarter there where I thought we had two three and outs in a row there and we had stopped them. And we kind of gave our team a chance to kind of put some points up there and try to get it close. And it didn't work. And then I, I felt like after that was kind of when the floodgates came through. Yeah. Uh, at Derek Askey, in 30 years, I've never seen more pathetic defensive effort than in today's game. Shameful. Lie. It's a lie. I've seen way worse. Well, they gave up. Greg, they gave Greg up Robinson era. Greg Robinson era. Yeah. Done. Well, next one. <laughs> I mean, you can make it, just, you can make an argument that for that, a, but they did. That just might be an after a game emotional reaction. But Greg Robinson for four years. I'm sorry. No, I can't say that. Uh, they broke a lot of records. I think he's going there. On paper, they did on break, paper yeah, it was they pretty broke a lot damn. Of records, it was but pretty, they have a, 691 yards. You know, almost 500 yards rushing alone. That's pretty freaking mm-hmm. bad. That that is shameful. Right. Maybe it's not right. the worst defensive effort uh, you've seen in 30 years, but it's shameful for sure. No. So I'll give him 50. percent I've definitely one. seen. Yeah, I can I can go with that. I can go with that. Okay. Uh, at oh boy, Debbie times three. It seems kind of fitting that we finally got some life in the offense today and the defense just didn't play as well as they have been in previous weeks. Yeah, it's like putting a whole game together. It seems like even in the wins, well, the wins we got were like, I mean, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know if I can look yeah. at, I don't even know if I can look at I those know, and be but like, oh, well, we put honestly, a whole game together. Honestly, they were talking about it on the ACC Network uh, telecast or whatever that, uh, Boston College might have the best offensive line in the ACC, and <clears throat> with the running backs that they have, this is a perfect storm of strengths versus our weaknesses to where it made it look a lot worse. And it's just these type of teams, like we talked about it, teams that are going to line up and ground and pound, especially when they have a, a, an offensive line like that, we are going to have problems with. And Boston College has figured their part out, and that's what happened. That's what it looked like. We would have had to score every single possession and probably win the turnover battle, like plus three to win that game. Yeah. At turf underscore on underscore fire. Stone nachos. Check them out. Brian Ward gone after this season. Mike Lynch possibly out too. Uh, Offensive line QB coach should be gone as well. Well, little did he know. He tweeted this before Brian Ward was gone, but uh, he almost kind of predicted that. So I don't know, Joe, what do you think about, what do you think about offensive coordinator, Mike Lynch, um, de, you know, Dino departing ways with him as well. Another guy he brought on, um, brought well, I to guess Syracuse. When I look at, when I look at some, like a, a situation like that, when you're coaches and you travel from team to team together and you're kind of like that group and everything, um, there's a lot of compromise and a uh, chance for reconciliation before you get to the firing point. Sure. Right. Yeah, right, right um, yeah. so, and, so my that's again that's a fly on the wall thing of like that's not just a one game thing of like oh we just gave up all these records I wasn't thinking about it but now you got to go because we're three and six or whatever. Oh Brian so, Brian Ward's um, watching that defensive display yesterday and going oh my gosh I'm gonna pack my stuff. Basically. But what I'm saying is, is that there was reasons for like it was talked about prior to right and there was yeah, reasons definitely. too. I mean we played against Pittsburgh NC State. We didn't give up that many points. We were one, what, one possession away. Yeah, both of those games. Right, but then you have two yeah. bad games against Florida State and in Boston College. Yeah, 
obviously you had the the Maryland game earlier this year, so you can look at that. But we have had some positives on the defensive end through the season. So it yeah, really, plus, really questions me that, like, you know, the offensive line coach is still there. The offensive coordinator is still there. But the little bit of a shining point and shining light that we kind of kept us in some of the games this year, he goes. So that really, really kind of makes me question what was really going on there. So, again, some things can be reconciled. And well, when it comes to all these coaches, it's going to come down to looking at looking at their talent, looking at what it really was and whether or not it's fixable and, and whether or not you can reconcile it. Because I'll tell you what, if you clean house and Dino Babers brings in all these different assistants and all these different this, this, and that, it's almost like stinting this rebuild. You automatically cannot have expectations you, you for next You can't year. start. Your, what you're saying, obviously, is that you can't start over. It's like... That's almost start, that's starting like, over. That's like two steps especially, back. Especially considering if you're talking about getting rid of some of your main recruiters. Because now you're talking about it's what? It's November. But signing day is January. We have early signing day in December. You cannot just fire your main recruiters. Sure. Why you've you, know, you know how ballsy that there is? Too. Yeah, when you turn around and you say, I'm firing my defensive coordinator in November, two months away from signing day. You know that you're taking the chance of losing defensive recruits or recruits that he recruited. Right. So again, you're also for this get, to happen, yeah. I'm just saying for this to happen, it says I think there's a lot more deeper things there, and um, I, I can't speak to it, won't speak to it, not going to assume, but just starting to break this down and think about it, like, you, like just dropping coaches like that has way more. Um, you know, there's way more things that happen. You know, there's it's cause and effect here. You know, everyone wants to just say, "Oh, the coach, the coach, the coach." Well, you drop all the coaches. Now you're lo- all these players got recruited by these coaches. <laughs> Our recruiting class is recruited by these coaches, right? And which now you're says, which about- says a lot about him going early, is what you're saying? Because obviously, obviously, Dino knows maybe it's better to just get this out of the way instead of. You know, when you think about the recruits, you don't want to you, you, you don't want to string them along for the rest of the year and then fire Brian Moore right. at the end of the year either. Right, and but again, that's why you kind of think that there's something else going there. But I'm also saying it because you get these fan feedbacks that they want to fire four or five well, coaches. Well, I, well, right, I know that, I get and that. it's like, well, you realize that by doing that, now you're stunting the growth of this team. You're stunning. I mean, he brought these coaches along for a reason. Right. Coaches, they sometimes they have bad seasons. Sometimes there's certain things that just happen, whether it's personnel or other things off the field where it doesn't work out your way. Right. Uh, let's see. At Positive SU Fan. Now, this is an account that disappeared and is now back. Just like that. It's magic. Mm. Oh, poof. Poof. Uh, things will get better. Go orange. So, hey, you got to have a positive light sometimes. It's always good to have the positive fans. And I love the positive fans. I do. But well, I guess not yeah. much. I mean, hey, it can't get much worse, right? So, true statement, fact check, true. Yeah, things will get better, right? You'll so, hope. I mean, you make a little change here going into the bye week. Hope that maybe again, technically, we still have enough games to become bowl eligible. Do I think it's going to happen? Probably not, but um, no, again, bowl, bowl games done. I would be shocked if we won a game. I wouldn't. I'm, I'm kind of on that page now, too. And again, I'm willing to eat crow if something happens, but I'm kind of right there as well. Uh, well, I and if, if you say if you're not sh- anything, it just sets us up for basically really low expectations and a very low 
baseline to be able to come up, you know, and things will get better. Well, yep, because we're going to have such a low baseline next year. Yeah, things will get better. Yeah, and, you know, I mean. At this point, never mind. Go. Well, we'll get into it. I'm not going to say it. I got to buy, sell, or hold. So, hold on. I am. uh, uh, I am. At Defino one I am surprised that there were that many comments. He's talking about the thread here. Wish the season was over so we didn't have to hear about it. <laughs> Went from ranked to looking like Division Two. Well, I, I will say this with all due respect at Defino one You commented. So, there's that. But, I mean, this is, this is, this is fan feedback. Defino one Come on. And like I said, I replied to him. I told him. I was like, look, when things are good, we all want to brag. So we get all those comments. When things are bad, people want to vent. So we get those Mm -hmm. comments. And this is the Cuse Militia Militia Podcast fan feedback thread. And we appreciate all of of you who take the time. No, you got to be able to do it. You got to be able to eat that crow, man. I mean, because at the end of the day, there's not a lot of football teams that – they get to cheer for that every single year. You know, I mean, there was a time when Syracuse basketball, we were getting there every single year and we talked about how we were spoiled as a fan base when we didn't make the NCAA tournament, right? So it's one of those things where you got to be able to eat that because, you know, there's certain people, certain teams we beat where we ruin their season or we end up being better than them and there's, ah, screw you, da-da-da-da-da, whatever. But at the same time, those seasons are going to happen to us too and you can't, you can't just crawl into the hole and just pretend like you know i just that's the one thing that kind of i mean i'm right there like there's a lot of fans out there that probably just wish that we just didn't even play another game like i don't even want to watch that like i don't want to get pumped up again to feel this and try to hope for a game and a hope for a win just to watch that dumpster fire every single weekend oh by the way but, plenty of dumpster fire gifs in the uh in the fan feedback oh i'm sure 100 <laughs> percent, right i mean like me like personally i like to sit there i like to watch the growth i like to i mean as much as it's a loss or this i i watch expectations i watch the game with expectations from certain players and i like to see if we get a little bit better every and, game is a fresh is a fresh <clears throat> slate joe right and we but, can but what? I'm just saying that well, every game is a fresh a, slate. Well, if not a gold at the end of the rainbow, then some people don't care about that. Fresh oh, well, slate. I'm not that guy. I, I don't. That, no, neither am I. I, I don't neither care about I. that. That was gone. Honestly, guys, that was gone a long time ago. I mean, like at least two games ago for me. I, I just it didn't seem. Not really. To me, I thought that if we won this game, we would have still had a chance. But uh, I, I didn't. Uh, when, once I saw the writing on the wall and nothing was changing, we're just seeing the same thing every game. It's like, obviously, you can't just you can't just turn a switch and make it work. It is what it is. We got what we got, and I mean, I had I have faith, but I lack confidence, and that's as fair as I can be about it. So I don't. I'm yeah. not. I'm not confident in in maybe even getting another win. But uh, we'll talk about that in a second. At Jay Carpenter seventy four, I guess the thing to look at is with the four-game rule for red shirts, we can still play some of the guys that wouldn't have this season so they get some experience. I think we need a change in defense coordinator. Obviously, this was yesterday. And maybe offensive line coach. The offensive line, guys, I think is not really – I don't even – I don't know, Joe. It's. I mean, I'm not an expert, dude. Is it the coaches or the players? It looks like to me it's kind of like the player. It's maybe a combo, but it's definitely not just the coaching. I guess that's where I'm going. Well, 
I think that sometimes, again, with certain positions, uh, and if you miss a recruiting or with attrition and transfers or injuries, young, they're young, then, right? I mean, right, and that's the thing. Sometimes, like again, with with certain position groups, with all those different factors, some years you just get that kind of group that's just that can't handle it. Right. It just it is what it is. It's the it's basically you got to take it as a year of growth. Obviously, Sam Heckle at center and service moved over. The tackle right. was 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 there was something that coaches saw with that, even though service was you know had been starting at center past what two seasons. So, well, yeah, they even moved everybody. I mean, we brought back right. people that. I mean, service was a service was a, a starter last year. Yeah, we brought him back, but we changed his position and he lost some weight. Yeah. So. I mean, it was a little bit different, right? And we brought Alexander in. So, um, um, at Oil Cuse, I like I like that Jawar Jordan got some got some run. He is an exciting player. I have nothing else good to say. Well, I mean, hey, at least you kept it positive, you know? Right. Well, again, so, that's what I talked about with, but I, I like to watch the game because of that, right? Right. Now, let's not burn this dude's red shirt. And I think that, honestly, again, we talk about Dino and his breadcrumbs and his bread, bread, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, you play a guy against Boston College and we end up actually getting to a bowl game. You can't play him in the bowl game. So um, anybody that he hasn't played so far this year, uh, that's you saw different play this year or this past week, like, it's kind of letting you know that he doesn't think that <laughs> we're going to be playing a fifth game or a 13th game, so to speak. Right, right. Well, here it is. Syracuse football, this is the Twitter poll. Syracuse football will get an ACC win this year by seller hold. And uh, 15% held and 15% bought. But 70% uh, sold it off, sold it off. And I'm there. I'm still going to cheer on my team. And I hope they prove me wrong, obviously. And I think they can. I think they absolutely can. So. Yep. Uh, I know. I think so, too. But if I want to, I'm like I said before, a lot of times I make biased uh, decisions with my bookie and things like that. Uh, but if I wanted to make an unbiased two-thirds of the season, the way through the season, um, then I would say like, yeah, no, yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it either. 112 votes <laughs> on that. So anyway, appreciate all of you. We took the time to do, uh, to, to comment, go to, and go to the socials and, and take, this is a damn shame because we got a lot of talented seniors that, oh, I know, I think wasted a season. I know. Well, I know. I mean, I don't want to say it like that, but well, you already said you see it some of these. Well, but you say you see some of these guys, and it's like look at the, some of the years that Sean Riley had. Then to see like the year that he had this year, you know, Alton Robinson, yeah. some of these guys. It's just I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. Um. Look. Hey. Um. What's his name? What's his him or her? I don't know who it is. Let me see real quick. Let me check. Oh, Jordan. Uh. I uh, I don't think I mentioned to email us, but hopefully you already know that. So <laughs> that was the iTunes review. So we appreciate it. Make sure you 
make sure you email us. Otherwise, nothing's going to show up in your mailbox. Okay? So, anyways, that's it, Joe. Do you have anything else to add? How no. we how we can turn how we can turn a fifty eight to twenty seven loss into a uh, one hour podcast is beyond me. But we do it every week. So well, I think I mean I think this week especially was more of a I mean especially for me as as far as how the season was going to go and with this team that we were playing and everything just it kind of was the the final straw for me as far as expectations or expecting any type of change in the middle of the season. Um, we are what we are. Um, anything we make as far as changes coaching-wise and everything, I believe that Dino Babers is going to look at it and see whether or not it's fixable. And um, I think he's going to make the changes that he feels like he needs to make. And, yeah, uh, pretty much on to basketball, bro. Yeah. At this point. And- I, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, we, we did this an hour long because this is – the episode of us basically kind of throwing the white flag up, I think, for this season. And it sucks because I'm going to the Duke game in two weeks. I'm spending 40 plus dollars to go to a Duke game in which we can still technically yeah, you can get a W out of it. eligible by the day, by the numbers we can. But in my heart, do I think that in my head, do I think that? No, I don't. Look. I'm going to go. I'm going to join myself. I'm going to get ready for for basketball. But for the rest of the football season, it's going to be. Looking at uh, possible future talent that can maybe play these past in these last couple of games, um, and uh, looking toward basically our guys getting experience and what we can look forward to next year. As bad as you don't want to say that. Well, you know what though, it's it's the consolation prize. It's still exciting, I think. I, I mean, and well, I, I, I mean, if you're a true fan, then I think that that's one of those things. There's a point in the season where you kind of throw it in. You're like, hey, look. I get it. It wasn't what we thought it was going to be or what I wanted it to be. But there's always next year. And now what can we look forward to next year? And can we get some of these guys in here and get some experience? And, you know, yeah, I mean, it's all momentum going into it. As soon as the season's over, it's boom. It's right into you only get a couple months off spring. Then summer, they're there working out, doing summer school. Like it's ain't that a band offspring. (laughs) (laughs) look look uh we will be back here i guess dude might i don't know i don't want to say when but they play might have to be manana bro that's what i'm saying we might be back tomorrow and maybe some of you are listening on um monday morning or monday afternoon so this is sunday night uh, the Syracuse Orange basketball team opens in the dome against Virginia, the champion national champion Cavaliers. Yeah, 9 p.m. on uh, yeah, Wednesday, which, which is November 6th. Awesome, because we know basketball season's here now that you're starting to watch games at 9 o'clock in the middle of the week. So oh, there's that. Well, hey. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we're, we're going to have to, obviously. We're, it's going to be a two-hour game. Mm, yeah, I know. It's 11 o'clock. Sucks. It's a little bit of a recharge after yeah. these. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, anyways, we'll 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 try to get back here tomorrow. Try to hit yeah. that up. Real so, if quick. you're listening to this one, get ready to listen to another one. Quick Monday night. Quick turnaround. We appreciate all of you who participated in the fan feedback. Thank you all, obviously, for listening. That's the best part. And thank you to Manscape. Go to Manscape and the promo code Armchair. Get twenty percent off and free shipping. My bookie promo code Chair. And they will match you dollar for dollar. 
thanks to James on guitar. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Thanks for listening to the Q's Militia Podcast, the fan's voice with Sean and Joe. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. 
Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. 